Hello, I'm Rafa D and this is another message in a bottle. And I want to start today with a question. What do you want me to do for you? Okay, wait. What if I tell you I'm not really the one asking that question, but Jesus is? What if I tell you that Jesus is asking you today, what do you want me to do for you? That happened in Matthew 20, verse 29 to 34. There you'll find the story of two blind men. And I want to call that today, Lessons Learned from Two Blind Men. But when you hear in the same context, Jesus asking, what do you want me to do for you? And blind men? Automatically you may think, well, isn't that obvious? They want to see. But is it though? Is it really that obvious? If it's that obvious, why don't we know what to ask? Whenever we find ourselves in a situation that we can't get out of, why don't we know what to ask? It's the craziest thing. We know what we need. We know we don't want to be there, but we don't know what to ask. Well, maybe because sometimes what we want to ask is so obvious that's blocking us from even asking. But we need to learn how to cut through that noise. And these, along other, the other things, is what we're going to learn from these two blind men today. So let me read it to you on verse, uh, starting on verse 29. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, son of David. David, have mercy on us. So let me, let, let, let me stop here for a second. Now the Bible says that they couldn't see, but they could what? Hear. You've probably heard that before, that when a person is blind, it enhances other senses. Well, according to ScienceDaily.com, it says the brains of those who are born blind make new connection in the absence of visual information, resulting in enhanced compensatory abilities such as heightened sense of hearing, uh, smell and touch, etc. In other words, the brain rewires itself to enhance other senses so these two blind men they couldn't see but they could hear but you know what the amazing thing is that uh, is, is about this that i see is that they were sitting by the roadside but they were not focusing on what they didn't have even though they were stuck they were focusing on what they had they couldn't see but they could hear they had an enhanced hearing and the bible says that faith is to trust on things that you cannot see so because those blind men couldn't see literally they enhanced the other areas they did have and, and and consequently having an enhanced faith you see sometimes we found ourselves just like these two blind men stuck in the uh, in the roadside we can't move because there's something that's holding us back we're there but there's a weakness that we can get past it we can get through it but sometimes we focus on, what, on that weakness instead of focusing on our strength. See, the difference uh, on what these blind men did is that they couldn't see, but they could hear. And they knew that with the strength they had, if they focus on that, enhancing that strength, they would be able to get out of the situation because they were focusing on what they had. And that's what they did. And the Bible says that when, when they heard Jesus going by, they shouted. Why? Because these blind men, they're being there exercising their strength. They're not focusing on their weaknesses. They're not focusing on what they don't have. They're focusing on what they have. And once they had an opportunity to pay off the fact that they were focusing on what they had, were they polite about it? They were not. They shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us they shouted 
Sometimes we're there waiting for that right moment. Sometimes we're there working on our strength. We're not even thinking about our weaknesses. We're going, uh, 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 just just beating one thing after the other, doing our best, our best to survive, to get out of what we need. And once we have an opportunity to show what we've been working on for ages, we're just polite about it. We whisper or we ask. They didn't. They shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. But you see, as the verse continues, it says, the crowd, remember that I read before, a large crowd followed them. So it was what? Not just a crowd, but a large crowd. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. But they shouted all the louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. You see, the crowd rebuked them. I don't think it was a large crowd. I don't think they whispered. I don't think they were nice about it. I don't think they were polite. They were rebuking the two blind men. And even if they were not so loud, it's a large crowd. If everyone is talking at the same time, can you imagine? But on top of that, know this one. Remember this one detail? Those two blind men, they have what? An enhanced hearing. So imagine now a large crowd rebuking them. Two guys with an enhanced hearing. Imagine how loud that was ringing in their head. And you know what? It was hearing was one of their strengths. They were focusing on their strength. And their strength was getting them out of the situation they were on. And they were being attacked on where? Exactly on where their strength uh, uh, light on, uh, laid on. They were rebuking them. They had that strengthened hearing. And now the same thing that was that strength was the door the crowd was using to rebuke and stop them. But what did they do? I love when the Bible says, but they shouted all the louder to shut them up. Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. They shouted. They cut through the noise. Even when the crowd is trying to attack on your strengths. Because that's what the enemy does. That's what the devil does. When the devil cannot get you to focus on your weaknesses, he's going to try to attack you on your strength. But what you got to do is shout all the louder today. Say, Jesus, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus came to them and said, What do you want me to do for you? He asked. You know, the Bible says, verse 32, Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. So Jesus stopped, called, and asked. The blind man faith, the blind man capability of cutting through the noise, of not being shy about it, of not being polite about it, of, of doing whatever necessary it was to get Jesus' attention worked. Jesus stopped. Jesus called on them. And Jesus asked them a life-changing question. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. But you see, remember in the beginning when I said that probably be obvious? I don't think it's that obvious. What the blind man was saying was, Jesus, Lord, Son of David, we want what is holding us back 
We want to get out of the roadside. We want to decide. We want to be able to move on. We want to be able to do the things that we cannot do. We want to be able to grow. We want to be able to get out of this situation and, 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 and move on. And if that takes me to get my sight back, then this is what I need. I need my sight back. Jesus, I need you to strengthen my weaknesses. That's what the blind men uh, uh, were asking Jesus. Strengthen my weakness. Because the Bible continues and says, verse 34, Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately, the Bible says, they received their sight back their sight and followed him i love that i love that because jesus's compassion jesus jesus was uh, 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 going on his way this was right before palm sunday started you know jesus was on his way to to the final stages of of, of his calling jesus was gonna die for them jesus had love for them jesus had 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 everything for them but in that moment they needed compassion sometimes what we need is jesus compassion to cut through the noise you know the bible says immediately they received their sight and followed him immediately their weakness was made strong they got up and they followed jesus they were able to move from the roadside they were able to get out of their situation and move forward. And they chose to move forward with Jesus. So I don't know what's holding you back today. I don't know what's keeping you sitting by the roadside. But one thing I know, Jesus is coming to you today and asking you, what do you want me to do for you? If you're there on the roadside and you want to hear Jesus' voice asking you this, the first thing you need to do is focus on your strength, not on your weaknesses. And then, by focusing on your strength, you will see the opportunity to shout when he comes. And even if you are attacked on your strength, shout even louder. Don't be polite. Shout even louder so you can, so you can be heard, so you can cut through the noise. Jesus will stop and Jesus will ask you today, what do you want me to do for you? Then you know what you need to do. Cut through the noise in your head and ask, what is it that you need? Don't let the obvious hold you back because certain things you want to ask might be obvious, but it's not really that obvious because it's that one thing that's going to take you from uh, 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 the place where you're stuck, from the roadside. And then when you have your weaknesses strengthened by Jesus, you have an opportunity to follow him. So I pray today that you will cut through the noise and hear Jesus calling you because Jesus will be compassionate on you. Jesus will make your weakness strong. And once he does, I pray that you get out of your situation and choose to follow him. So guys, that was for today. If you like that message, share with your friends. And, and, and I, I pray for you, your friends, and your family that this message in the bottle will reach the vast online ocean and will get exactly on the hands where it needs to be. Thank you, guys. Till next time. <laughs>